folding pocket. The Fast and the Curious is part of the Acast Creators Network. You enjoy it now. Oh my God. Christian Hugill, what on earth have we just witnessed? Unbelievable. What an unbelievable British Grand Prix. I cannot put into words how much of a surprise that is. Oh, by the way, hi. (laughs) Welcome to the Fast and the Curious. Yeah, welcome to the Fast and the Curious with me, Betty Glover and Christian Hugo. We're currently stood outside the paddock. There are loads of fans that are kind of lined up waiting to try and get a glimpse of the drivers. I don't even know where to start. Where do we even start on trying to unpack what we've what, what day we've had and also what we've just watched. Absolutely massive. P2 for Lando, P4 for Oscar. And if it wasn't for the pesky safety car, would have got away with it if it wasn't for that meddling safety car, then Oscar <laughs> Piastri would have been P3. But sensational. And as an F1 geek who's been watching it for years, I can tell you that we've just witnessed not only one of the shocks of the season, but one of the biggest shocks in recent years. F1 is a sport where to make gains to get faster as a team it takes race after race after race it takes tiny little details so for mclaren who had a really bad start to the season by their own very high standards to have made such a big leap forward this weekend it's massive you might be wondering where on earth is greg james well he's had to run off and leave silverstone as quickly as possible because obviously he's got the small matter of the radio one breakfast show to do tomorrow morning however we are joined by eurovision royalty sam Ryder, who's also been watching the grand prix today with us sam thanks for coming on the podcast hello and hello listeners i am a rubbish greg and you're stuck with me (laughs) (laughs) you're one of us sam you're a massive f1 fan i didn't know this it's amazing absolute geek (laughs) welcome (laughs) shadow dweller (laughs) sam how are you feeling after just witnessing that ah it's amazing i mean it's it's such a privilege as a a formula one fan to to be um blessed access behind the scenes and and I've spent a lot of years like I'm sure the majority of your listeners watching it on TV watching it with your your parents at home and um and if you're lucky even coming to a race and trying to find a spot in a fence uh when it's Mm -hmm. drizzling and getting a little fold-out chair and trying to get a a glimpse of the action so feel very honored to um to see what's going on what did you make of the result what did you make of Lando Norris firstly I'm chuffed. I mean, listen, it's no secret I'm a massive Lewis Hamilton fan, but like, I'm so stoked for Lando and I couldn't have hoped for any better today. I really wanted him to get that. And that start was absolutely spot on. I think it was crucial because like, the confidence that he gained from that off the line is just magic. So we'll say what we got up to earlier, but first we should talk about where we were all lucky enough to watch the race yeah. from, Sam. You went on the grid. Yeah. Greg oh. went on the grid. We were like kids, honestly. We were walking around. And he was like, he had his hat on, <laughs> his free hat from from McLaren. I didn't get one. I'm got. I'm going back in to get it. Believe you me. You've got to. But we yeah. were just like just skipping over the like the pit lane, over and because we'd both never done it before. And I was just so stoked to see Martin like get, just say Martin Brundle legend. Yeah, Some you mentioned Greg after he came from being on the grid with you. He was like an excited puppy, so excited. He recorded this. Oh my God, I just did the grid walk. How was it? Uh, So as the red arrows went over, I looked over and Brad Pitt was walking back towards the back of the grid because that's where their car is for the film. 
And then I looked round and Gordon Ramsay was there and oh Hannah God. Waddingham off of Ted Lasso. Legend. Florence Pugh and the two short men from Selling Sunset. <laughs> and then Damien Lewis started singing because that's part of the film, I think. Is it? I think that's what's happened there. So I think Damien Lewis was, film, uh, was, was singing because he's in the film. I think that's oh, the, he's in the. Field. I think that's it. I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't. Too much I couldn't focus with all these people around. That's like, what I can't get over. You know, like movie stars walking around and being like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Like, sorry, I've got to drive at 300 kilometers an hour in a minute. Yeah, people getting selfies with them left, right, and centre before they're literally about to go out. I can't. I'm gonna have to leave right on the dot of the end of the race because I've got to get home. But can I trust you two to do a, re, a proper good review oh, of it? You can oh, trust absolutely, us. Absolutely, yeah. Let's go back in and, and watch the actual race. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. And then we got to watch from the garage. We got to go in the back of the garage yeah. while the race was happening. Betty, what did you Which think to was that? absolutely surreal. I don't know what you thought, Sam, but I couldn't A, believe how calm everybody was in the garage, yeah. but then B, when they needed to move, they moved yeah, yeah, so go quickly. It. it was just such a surreal moment. It's just cool seeing that whole world come to life. Those guys are coiled like a spring and they're just out there. And for a while, it's just like almost watching the, like, the sport in a pub or something like that, because they're all sat there on their fold-out chairs. So it's been, in some ways, it's no different than when you come here originally. It's always a fold-out chair, and they're there just watching and cheering along, and all of a sudden they are just ready to go. I think we need to kind of do a deep dive into kind of Lando Norris and what he's achieved. His best podium finish since 2021, right? Came second. Incredible. And uh, I actually spoke to his grandparents as I was walking out of the garage, which was just such a lovely moment, because they were so excited. They were sat in front of you, I think, yeah, I was not I was sat behind him and my, we were saying after I, I just was chatting to him before coming out here and chatting to yeah. you guys it humanises this whole thing it's not just like anonymous people in machines going rapid like you're sitting behind their family members that have yeah. followed and supported and gone to the karting tracks with them since they were kids you know and like they're there watching them perform at the highest level of the sport fighting for the finest of margins and um, yeah I think it's just brilliant so yeah. can I just say Sam Ryder one of the most talented people I've ever met <laughs> a sensational beyond magnificent singing voice and a phenomenal Formula 1 podcaster yeah, yeah you are <laughs> absolutely excellent sensational Sam <laughs> believe me tell you what because I'd be shit at you <laughs> you would you really really <laughs> would I really would I'd love the campness of it but other than that yeah. Um, and yeah I mean we speak on this podcast so much about McLaren they've got a phenomenal driver line yeah. I've said the time and time again how well Oscar does to keep up with Lando in his rookie year. He's special, I keep saying it. But Lando, there is no question he is in that very top bracket yeah. of drivers who can win races, challenge for world championships. The sport will have Lando Norris as one of its superstars for a long time to come. Mm -hmm. And when he retires, and when we look back at key moments of his career, this weekend will be one of them. Leading the British Grand Prix, taking the fight to the Red Bulls, holding his nerve for second, even on tyres that he didn't want to be on. Yeah. Absolutely sensational from Lando. And Oscar didn't didn't lose ground no. behind Lando. He really kept up. So, like, really shows how, like, it's amazing because you can sometimes, the rookies get a, a hard sort of card dealt to them sometimes you know when they start the season if, if their car isn't developed as, as much as the others um, you can think that maybe they're not you know right for the sport but it's wicked seeing Oscar just being able to, to keep up with his teammate there one of the finest drivers on the grid and we should just talk about the result of the British Grand Prix because it was sensational obviously a Max Verstappen win who continues to look unbelievable we've mentioned Lando second what a result for Lewis Hamilton in third yeah. and again Mercedes encouragingly for the sport making big strides forward 
forward yeah. because a podium for Lewis, I don't think they were expecting. And Sam, you mentioned you're a Hamilton fan. What, yeah. Why is it that you're such a Lewis fan? Well, I like Lewis because, and especially, it's easy to be graceful uh, when you're standing on the top spot and when you're, you're holding the, the first place trophy and when you're, you're sitting at the top of the drivers and constructors. Very easy to have a lot of grace and humility and gratitude. What it isn't easy to do is continue to have those and hold those values when things are up, like you're up against it, when you're, you're part of an entire team that are up against um, hardship and challenges in the sport. And I, I find so much inspiration in how people deal with that. that way. Yeah, he was so complimentary, wasn't he, of McLaren today yeah. as well. And I remember him, as soon as the race finished, just being like, oh, Oh my God, that McLaren car is yeah. so fast. And he's, so, he's a fan, you know, yeah. like you can just seeing it, he's just smirking away like that thing is rapid. And <laughs> and that's what we're all saying. That's what yeah. we're doing when we're on the couch <laughs> at home going, there ain't no chance. That thing is too quick. <laughs> really pleased for uh, Sir Lewis Hamilton and pleased for his... Uh, thousands of fans here at Silverstone we've mentioned Oscar did brilliantly in fourth and George Russell could have easily been on the podium were it not for a slow pit stop in fifth good recovery from Sergio Perez in sixth and then the only other I want to mention other than a slightly disappointing weekend for Ferrari in ninth and tenth mm. and slightly disappointing for Fernando Alonso in seventh was Alex Albon more points for Williams again their step forwards are fantastic and Logan Sargent's best ever result in Formula One another friend of the podcast in 11th. Can I just say what one of my favourite moments of the race was? I think you should Was when Carlos Sainz was told to do plan B and he went, Ricky, what was plan B again? I've forgotten. (laughs) I didn't hear it. I was watching, it was too loud. So I I missed that. That's brilliant. It was so good. I tell you what I think we should do is speak to a couple of these fans in a few moments time. But first, let's go back to the start of the day here at Silverstone. Greg was still here. Excitement was high for the start of the British Grand Prix. And we were on the main stage live with the legendary Gunter Steiner. Hey, everybody! Hello, Silverstone! Wow! Wow. People showed up! (laughs) And it's raining. Oh, look at you all. Thank you all so much for being here. It's race day! Who would like a special guest? Would anybody like to see Gunter Steiner? No, 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 no. He's there, it's got to be better. Would anybody like to see Gunter Steiner? Wow, what a cheer. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a rock star. Please welcome Haas team principal, Gunter Steiner. Gunter, welcome. Hello and good morning to everybody. It's still early morning, you know. I didn't (laughs) think that so many people are here with this weather this this early up. Because Silverstone fans are the most devoted in the world, we will turn up in all weathers. Yeah, I could see that one because I drove in pretty early and there was people here. I was wow, 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 this is courageous, you know. But no, it's good. Thank you for being here anyway. Gunter, it's fantastic to have you on the podcast. From from team principal to team principal, uh, are you stressed about today? Because it's a big day for us, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's a big day for, for, for us, yeah. Us. But, for yeah. Us. yeah for, for team principals. Yeah, yeah, for team, yeah, for us, yeah. We've got, yeah, we've got to look after nightmare talent, the nightmare drivers that I've got to my left here. What are your, what's your morning like on a, on a day of a race? Uh, going to do podcasts, uh, uh, one of the things, you know. Uh, <laughs> you can come along. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is my day? I mean, it's just like uh, meetings uh, after meetings and then briefings and, uh, and then all of a sudden it's two o'clock and we need to go out on the track, you know, you don't... Uh, it's a Sunday morning, it's just like, you know how it is, you know, you come in and uh, all of a sudden you need to go back. <laughs> but the most important thing is that you've managed to ha- get your coffee in nice and early, so you've had a decent coffee, you've had a decent breakfast, you're raring to go. 
Absolutely, you know, that's uh, always important to have a breakfast. This morning I decided to have breakfast here in the catering, so I could leave the hotel a little bit earlier, not to get in traffic. And uh, you told me that you didn't get enough eggs, so we need to give you some more eggs later on, you know? Yeah, I was only allowed one poached egg this morning where I'm staying, so Gunter... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not fuming about it at all, but Gunter said that I can have one of his poached eggs later, so I'm buzzing. We were, um, we're, we're camping here this weekend, so we're all in tents next to each other. And last night as we were falling asleep, I could hear Christian in the tent next to me listening to this podcast and laughing about it. <laughs> I like it. I don't know if anyone else does. Does anyone else listen to The Fast and the Curious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. It's, good. Like, it's important to like your own stuff. Oh, isn't yeah, it? absolutely. <laughs> how, how are your drivers this morning? Have you chatted to them? What's the, what's the first communication with them? Uh, I haven't seen Kevin yet because maybe he's still sleeping. You know, he, he's on site. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, I saw Nico briefly, but uh, I didn't have uh, uh, time to chat with him. He was having break, uh, breakfast with his, uh, with his crowd, you know, with his mates. And uh, so I didn't want to disturb that one. Uh, and uh, I had already meetings with. Stefano Domenicali this morning, you know, so it's all, it's all up early. Oh, we are all up early, you How's know. How's the boss? The boss is good, you know. I mean, we are, we are good friends since more than 20 years. It's more, it's more like a ritual on a Sunday morning to meet up for a coffee. Uh-huh. Yeah. Look at all the people that have turned out for you this morning. So many people here at Silverstone. You, obviously, there's a, a little Netflix TV program that you might have heard of called Drive to Survive. And I think it's fair to call Gunter the breakout star, wouldn't we say? Thank you, guys. <laughs> you know, you've got an engineering background. You're an F1 team principal. Did you ever think you'd reach this level of fame, celebrity? Because Brad Pitt's here this weekend, but there's more people interested in Gunter Steiner. <laughs> Who is here? Brad, Brad Pitt. Ah, okay, yeah, that guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you ever expect this level of fame? You're adoring British public. No, honestly not. Uh, uh, you know, and, and as you said, I, I didn't even watch the, the series. I mean, people still don't believe it, but it's true, you know, so uh, I don't want to watch it. But, you know, the thing is, when you try to do something and to achieve something, it's one thing, but this just happened to me. I mean, I had no role in it, or active role in it, and then I had a role in it, apparently, you know, uh, and it just happened to me. So uh, here I am, sitting with you famous guys. I can't believe you've never watched it. You've never watched it at all. No, I never watched it at all. But you must have so many people coming up to you being like, oh my God, you were so funny when you did this or when you said fuck or all of that. <laughs> I would never say these words, you know. That. So, so I never used that word in my life, so it couldn't have been me. No, I, I never. <laughs> What's your favourite swear word, would you say? That what she just said? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, uh, I, I couldn't quite hear Betty. Can you just do it for us? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. that, that would be too easy, you know. Okay, you, my ne- you didn't my next... me. You need to upset me, you know, that I say it. Oh, we okay. can go oh, back go on, upset him. You. I would never like to upset you. <laughs> or maybe we could talk about qualifying yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's working, we're getting him angry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, very clo- s- we're very close to it, I can feel it. I can almost feel the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can see a few McLaren hats in the, uh, in the crowd here. Surprised by their pace? Were they a bit sneaky there? What do you think to the McLarens this weekend? Seems to be the talk of the Silverstone Paddockant site. I don't think they were sneaky. They were just good, though. So, yeah. you know, and if you're good, you deserve it, you know. So I think they did a good job. I mean, you always have to respect. Because if you've got the respect, you try to beat them, you know. There is nothing. They, they, they qualified. It was the sheer pace. They weren't lucky. They, they just were good yesterday. Uh, uh, Lando was, did a fantastic job. He almost got pole. I mean, it wasn't far off. Two so, tenths. Yeah, two tenths. It, it's, it's pretty good. And what's that like? Because you've just spoke really warmly about McLaren. How is the rivalry in the paddock? Because obviously McLaren have been sort of in the midfield like you guys. And when they have a good 
session, are you sat there going, absolute gits? Or are you actually, you know, pleased with them a little bit? How is that rivalry in the paddock? I didn't want to be warmly, to be honest. You know, I want to be respectful because I don't like what they are doing, but I need to, I need to, I need to pay respect because I would like to be there with my team, you know. So, but I have respect for what people are doing. So it is a rivalry and you see, uh, you know, Guess what I told my guys? If McLaren can do it, why can we not do it? You know? <laughs> why the what? Why can we not do it? Oh, you know, right. exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, we need to be um, as good as them. I've got a question about how you interact with the other team principals. <laughs> Is there a team principal WhatsApp group between all of you? No, the, uh, to be honest, there was once, but uh, it, it, it has died down because one of the team principals, which was managing it, has left. You know, so Who we, we, we didn't put the Yost. Uh, you oh, know? Jos Capito yeah, yeah, yeah. Williams. He managed the WhatsApp group. He set it up and he was the only one active on it because nobody's, nobody's active. You know? <laughs> no wonder he left. You were all nasty to him. <laughs> yeah, we bullied him basically. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you never so replied? We ignored him. You never replied on it? No, when he was there, we did. But then never, nobody else picked it up. You know, the WhatsApp group, I think, is still there. But it's... it's well, Have start, you got your phone? Yes, you start could start no, 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 stop now. that one. No, 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 I'm not going to do that. I'm, oh. no, no. Do, a, do a selfie. Morning, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good luck today. Happy Silverstone Day. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Silverstone. And you know what that means? No shit, huh? <laughs> yeah. We got him to swear. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> that's, that's the behaviour we should be encouraging. Good morning, kids. <laughs> that's all we wanted. Can we ask who your favourite yeah, Now I can go, huh? <laughs> yeah, that, we, 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 we've got all we need. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can we ask you who your favourite team principal is at the moment? Who's I your best mate? None of them. None of them? Fair enough. A Good answer. Bitter rivals. <laughs> no, no warm there between us, huh? Not no, like no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. When you walk past them in the paddock, have you sort of practiced your sort of evil side eye? You sort of give them the sort of meeting of the eyes and... Sometimes you say hello because sometimes they actually seriously <laughs> we get on pretty well. So, so, so some you get on better than other ones, you know. Uh, and uh, uh, it's just one of these things, you know. Sometimes you've got something you're not in a good, you're debating something you're not agreeing, so you ignore them, you know. When you see them, as you say, you just look somewhere else. It's pretty easy to do here. And we can see quite a few Ferrari fans though, because a couple down there, one gentleman looks very wet. You're obviously good mates with Matteo Bonotto, Ferrari. How's Matteo? Are you still going on romantic little drives together across the countryside, like we saw in Drive to Survive? Yeah, he was actually up here on Friday to come and see me. You know, he missed me so much, oh, so he came to England. Nice. You know, yeah. was here. Yeah. yeah, he was here on Friday. Yeah, he was here to see a few friends. You know, and then he left again in the evening. You know. Well, did he did he say anything interesting to you? Did you have a nice chat? Has he got any gossip? Yeah, what gossip have you got for us? No. Uh, there you was said no you like a gossip, so there's got to be something. That's Sunday morning. You know? Oh right, okay. Just Sunday morning. Yeah. You said, uh, well, you've been in the sport for over 30 years, you mentioned. Well, how have you seen the sport change? And, and come in, could you come back all the time to different races? You must see it grow. It must be very exciting for you to see what's happening to the sport now. I think uh, since five, six years, the sport, Formula One, has changed massively. And uh, I mean, you can see it here. Five years ago, this was not possible to do. I mean, you know, and uh, I think it's good for the fans. There is more entertainment as well. It's not only the car racing. There is entertainment all the way around. And uh, obviously, we have got now uh, next year, we'll have 24 races, which is a lot of races. And if they would be all the same, like maybe in the old days, it would get, I wouldn't say boring, but uh, uh, 
that would be a saturation factor, but the race is now being so different all around the world. Uh, it's always something new. I mean, we have got six weekends where we got a sprint race, so you look forward to that one. I mean, we have got night races, we got uh, uh, city races, we got uh, uh, really night races in Vegas. Saturday you know. night races exactly, as well, yeah. Year, exactly, Saturday night next year. So always something changing, but I think uh, the, the, the sport has, has grown massively. Uh, obviously, uh, it's thanks to the fans. I always say we are here for the fans. If the fans want it, we, we need to bring it to them, you know, because without the fans, we are, we are nobody. We cannot race for ourselves. We cannot do that. I mean, we would run out of money pretty quick. I think in your book you said that kind of back in the day F1 was a little bit too serious and a little bit dry and it needed that kind of personality into it. Do you love kind of this side of F1 now? Yeah, absolutely, because I think it is good for the fans, you know. I think it is a little bit uh, what you guys are doing, a little bit, uh, uh, not, not just how was the race, what upgrades have you got on the car, a little bit of characters in the sport, because there are a lot, a lot characters in this sport. They just need to, uh, uh, we need to bring them out, you know, and, and give them to the people, to the fans. We try to show the lighter side of F1. Uh, yes, well, on Thursday, Betty asked Oscar Piastri if he likes fish. So that's... You've got What's to give context to that question. We, we, no, I don't. I, I don't. Say, Do I don't. You like that fish? was Betty's first question. So we, we try and offer that level of tactical insight into the sport on the fast. What did the he answer? In the, fact, he well, does like fish. Oscar well, Piastri likes fish. Everyone, hey. great. Well, I <laughs> mean, can I? Can well, I yeah. No, no, no. You've got to ask the question. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, silence for Betty's question. Here's the moment. For God's sake, Gunter. Do you like fish? I love fish. Yay! <laughs> no, and right. I like fish and chips as well when I'm in England. You know? so, yeah. <laughs> yes. Let me explain. So basically... No, no, no. no, no you no, don't need to explain. No, um, no, no explanation allowed. Um, Gunter, ladies gonna, and gentlemen... Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Um, We've got some... Oh, I know. I was just filling while you go and get them. You don't need to... Okay. Can you agree or something? I thought you were going to get the T-shirts. Is that not what's happening? Yes. You just yes. ruined the right. surprise oh. now. Shit, sorry. Oh, I swore. Sorry. Children, that was him, Hang around me. with Gunter Steiner, this is what happens. I know how much you appreciate Gunter Steiner. Can we give a round of applause for everything he does for the sports? Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Just off stage with Gunter Steiner. He's an amazing man, an unbelievable character. We got him to swear. We did get him to swear, and that was probably such, well, that was one of the best moments of my life. You, are, you, <laughs> asked him, you asked him a question that I'm going to get you to ask every single person we ever meet again. This is so unfair, because you're not giving any context to this question, guys. And there will never be context. So we're, we've now just walked off the back of the main stage. Oh, we've only bumped into Matt and Tommy from P1 with Matt and Tommy. Podcast royalty. Oh, shut oh. it. This is, this is like podcast... <laughs> Inception. We're at podcast <laughs> within a podcast, but also very nice to meet you both. And it's an amazing setting to be doing it as well. <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. just sort of in some gravel behind yeah, us by, with the bins. <laughs> by but the yeah, bins. Lovely. So this yeah. is why podcasting is so fun because you can do it anywhere. Yeah. And um, well, first of all, very nice to meet you both. But Thank also, you. oh my God, we've heard you so much this weekend. You're on the you're on the announcements like on a on a loop in the entire circuit. Yeah, I'd like to apologise to everyone that has experienced that this weekend. Um, it wasn't in the contract that we would be consistently burned into people's brains, but uh, <laughs> but that's what's happened. Um, so it's backfired, because we thought it was a good opportunity, didn't we, Tommy? Yeah. And, we uh, we're now regretting it. Oh, it's a yeah. great opportunity. It is a great opportunity, but yeah, we, we thought it was going to be really good, and then we found out when we went to some glamping yesterday that we get played from half five in the morning on a loop. Yep. Uh, and we've people been there. Tommy, we've been staying there. We have heard it 
We've heard it every single morning. Can you recite the script off by heart? Yeah, go on. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I'm Tommy, and this is P1 with Matt and Tommy. Yeah, something some, some about bags as well. Like you were yeah. very worried Ticket about touts. Touts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep your bags with you, and like the touts are around, and all the rest of it. How's your weekend been? Oh, it's been unbelievable. Like, uh, this is our first. Uh, we've been to Silverstone for years and years. I've been coming here since I was a kid, so has Matt. But to be here, first year with P1. Um, it's been amazing, like meet so many people and yeah, we're going to be on stage soon. Uh, like you guys have just done, it's, it's going to be crazy. It's our second ever live show on this massive stage, quite daunting. It never gets normal, does it? You guys must be having the same thing of me this weekend of being like, this is wild and insane. What's it like for you guys as F1 fans to be behind the scenes, to be in the paddock? How is it for you guys? It's, it's the strangest feeling in the world because, as you say, it never gets normal. And I think that's why a lot of people like listening to what we do is because every single time without fail, I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the paddock or, or even just coming around. Like This is my favourite weekend of the year, the British Grand Prix, because the fans are amazing, the, the vibes are brilliant. And to be fair, there are so many people here this year. It is ridiculous. Guys, thank you for chatting to us. Everyone should go listen to P1 with Matt and Tommy. Thank you. Enjoy thank the rest you. of your weekends. Thank you. you. We absolutely will, and you too. <laughs> we absolutely will. Thanks, the man guys. with the hospitality pass around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> we absolutely will. We're still behind the massive, great, big main stage at Silverstone. We've left Matt and Tommy. We've come into a lovely little tent, and we've been saying there's some brilliant music acts all, we all weekend. One of the amazing artists who are playing later are with us now. Ladies and gentlemen, Big Moon. Welcome to The Past and the Curious. Hello. Thank you. Hello. I think we should introduce the band name by name before we go any further. Hi, I'm Celia. Hi, I'm Jules. Hi, I'm Finn. I'm Sophie. And together, we are the Big Moon. <laughs> <laughs> like, the thing is, guys, you're not actually playing on the main stage until after the race. So yes. that's later this evening, pretty much. But you're here now and you've been here since, what, 6 a.m.? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Um, just to really soak it up, you know, <laughs> soak up the vroom vrooms. It was, like, it was like a snooze alarm. It yeah. was. Like every five minutes you heard vroom run because we're sleeping on the bus, like right next to the track. I really have to stop myself whenever I hear a car. I just want to go vroom after it. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you can't walk around doing that. You sound like an absolute knob. Vroom <laughs> does a really good one, though. Yeah. Do I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, do your vroom is really good. Um, no pressure. Oh, I am warmed up. <laughs> no, I can't do it. Yeah, you can. Go on. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but I don't know what kind of engine that is. I don't know if you can tell me. what. It's sounding like a, v, a V8 to me. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Maybe, an old, maybe an old V12. <laughs> that was nice. But I understand, as we're at the British Grand Prix, there's one person in particular who is particularly excited to be here. That is me. Hi, Fern. Who's just Hi, done uh, the vroom vroom. Yeah. You can tell by her toes. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell I'm, by her feet. Yeah, yeah. What is it about F1 that you've always loved so much? When I say always, I mean, um, there was a, a pandemic and there was nothing to watch. So I watched this thing called Drive to Survive. You've got to drive to survive. I'm one of those ones. Okay, it's two parts. One, <laughs> one, um, the, being able to focus and drive those ma like crazy machines and just be like so switched on like the level of focus i think is just inc like so impressive but then yeah it's the it's like the nerdy side as well 
and like getting to watch the vroom vrooms while watching the numbers <laughs> is very cool. Your preach. The focus and the strong necks. Yeah, yeah. they like so how they do have to work out their necks, so they like attach weights. And they, they, if you go on TikTok, you see loads of videos where they're like physically like working. I think out we have different necks. TikToks. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what do you see? I don't your get algorithm? <laughs> Betty's is purely that, and Charlotte Claire. My Charlotte Claire topless. So I mean, I don't know how that's happened. Give Betty your phone for half an hour. It'll, it'll never show you the same thing again. Are you excited for the stage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the vroom vrooms will set us up. <laughs> and yeah. then we'll be it's ready. It's nice to have the whole race as our opening act. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Warm up act. Get the crowd warmed up and then we can yeah. take it from there. Yeah, do, you think they'll be, do you think they'll be racing while we are playing? No. You'll, you'll come on after uh, they fit. And I so just went to have a look. I kind of went and stood by the track and had a look and was like filming the cars for my son and then just realised that I was just yelping. <laughs> just going like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> They're so loud. Very quick, very loud. What's the rest of your summer looking like then? So, um, Silverstone, where else? Silverstone, we've, we've been doing festivals like every weekend. Glastonbury was amazing. Mm. We were in Transmit in Glasgow. Any more motorsport events on the way? Doing British touring cars, <laughs> MotoGP. Yeah. Goodwood. Goodwood. Oh, Formula oh, Renault. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Official. You could be the official band of, band of the British Racing Drivers Club. That's the aim. No, that's the Black Eyed Peas, mate. I'm afraid. Oh yeah. yeah. You've yeah. just missed out, guys. The Black Eyed Peas. I mean. Guys, lovely talking to you. Enjoy the main stage. Enjoy the race, more importantly, as well, Fern. Thank you. Yeah. Enjoy the vroom vrooms. An excellent morning. So cool to speak to the legendary Gunter Steiner on the Silverstone May stage. Thanks to Silverstone. Thanks to everyone who came to see us. And also, podcast royalty, Matt and Tommy, the awesome big moon. It was absolutely amazing this morning. Yeah, thanks so much. If you stood there in the rain, because it was raining, it was raining at the very beginning. People were in like ponchos, umbrellas, hats, all sorts, just standing there in front of that stage to watch us. So thanks so much. But Gunter Steiner, absolute legend. They weren't the only people we spoke to though, were we? We nipped across the road and went to Aston Martin, spoke to another team principal on the morning of the Grand Prix, Mike Crack. So cool to speak to another team principal and like hours before the race started and Aston Martin's new technology centre, it's across the road from Silverstone. So we nipped over, spoke to Mike, who was extremely funny. This is our chat with the Aston Martin boss, Mike Crack. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. How's this morning been? What have you been doing? So we are uh, we are at the British Grand Prix. Uh, we in, in our in our new campus. Uh, I came in quite early because of the traffic uh, and tried to review some data. So a Sunday morning of reviewing data. What was my Sunday? Because I'm the team principal of this uh, this <laughs> rabble here. My Sunday morning was. Uh, uh, making sure everyone was up, making sure everyone was showered and ready and ready for the podcast today. And we had a fir our first crisis today that the toilets in our campsite were all broken. <laughs> so there's, there's all these obstacles all the time for us team principals to get. How do you stay calm in those sorts of situations? Are you, you, you feel quite calm today, Mike. How are you feeling about it? You mean when our toilets are not working? Yeah. How do you deal with that specifically? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's shit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, quite literally. But how, how, is, how does your uh, Sunday morning of a race day tend to go? So reviewing the data and then and what happens in the build-up now? What do, you, what do you do and how much chat do you have with the drivers? Um, yeah, I mean, Sunday morning is quite tense for some uh, because it's race day. Uh, I'm trying to be the calm side of most of them. Um, 
but yeah, we, we come in quite early uh, normally to avoid the traffic and uh, have an easy breakfast. And then really it is about going through the race strategy that we want to do. Uh, and then we have the race briefing. Actually, now we have not so much time anymore. Okay, uh, quick, we'll uh, hurry. <laughs> but uh, yes, and then uh, it's about, you know, talking to them, uh, deciding what we're going to do and try to have a fun race from there. Mike, I'm the resident F1 geek and fan of the podcast. So on behalf of the F1 fan community, I wanted to say to you guys, thank you. Because Aston Martin have been the story of the season. Thank goodness for Aston Martin. Because while those Red Bulls are always at the front, you guys have given us something proper exciting with your rise. And you've been in and around all different sorts of motorsport for such a long time. You know how rare what's happened is it must be such an exciting time it's still boring though huh with the red bulls winning everything isn't it well we'd like a little <laughs> bit yeah we would like to shake it up a bit more but we yeah. didn't manage yeah, well, you're, but you're doing fantastically and what's that been like to be a part of well it is fantastic uh we didn't expect it also to be honest uh, we thought we were a little bit better than before but uh when we saw that we are we could shake up a bit the order. It, it was great fun, and we enjoy it. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of love for Aston Martin as a sort of heritage brand as well, and people just love it. And then adding Fernando Alonso to it is just it feels like the perfect. Yeah, we're a bit cooler than they are, also, isn't it? Yeah. Oh well, he's the coolest guy <laughs> on the grid. I think we can, we can agree on that. He's definitely the coolest guy on the grid. But the interesting thing is that there was an, one of your engineers sort of bounded up to us yesterday to say hello, and I said, "Oh, congratulations! What an amazing season! Is it is it as fun?" to be in as it is to watch. And he said, there's just such a great vibe. There's such a great energy around the garage and around the cars and the teams. That must be very, these are those moments that you work very hard for. Do you get to enjoy these moments? Yeah, I mean, the, the best that you can have is the smile on the faces, obviously. And, uh, you know, what, what, is, what is really important for all of us, and I think it's the same as, as, as for you, you know, we should have fun in what we're doing. Yeah. And I think this is something that we managed to generate, you know, that uh, people li- love to come and people love to be around. Uh, also, if it is late in the evening, you know, just, 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 just nice to hang around. And Fernando, it seems like he's having such fun. I was in Miami and I was in the pen waiting to interview him. And he really distracted me and made me laugh because while he was waiting to become an interviewed, he started sniffing the flowers in Miami and he, he's just got a little look of mischief about him and he seems like he's having such fun being a part of your team, is he? Yeah, I think also he has to look for his career after racing, so maybe he becomes a gardener. <laughs> <laughs> A flower's his thing. Does he like a flower? We have maybe, with the colour that we are wearing, a little bit of a green touch. Mm. But don't let him hear you say he needs to look at his career after racing. You'll be making him nervous. He's very keen to point out, despite, you know, being in his 40s, he thinks he'll be here for another 15, 20 years, Fernando does. Yeah, it's fine for us. As long as he's uh, doing as he does now, it's it's just fantastic to have him. And he, you know, you you mentioned the energy. It's really something that he he brought also into the team, you know. Uh, he's he's super motivating for all of us, you know. And then he he has a very nice sense of humour. He does, uh, yeah. Which you have uh, already sensed. So uh, great to have him there. And uh, yeah, 
enjoy this moment. I'm intrigued to know what it's like managing someone like him because he's in his 40s, he's so experienced, he's got that little glint in his eye, he loves having fun, he can be a bit cheeky, a bit mischievous. Is, what's it like kind of having to sort of control him sometimes? No, no, I, I see it differently. I do not want to manage him. I want to do it together. I want to have a, a have a team, yes. Uh, he's part of the team, very important part of the team. And we speak eye to eye. We don't speak like uh, with like someone you need to manage. And you must be excited about the future. We'll talk a bit more about the campus we're in in a future episode. But it seems like there's been such a step forward on the track, such a step forward off the track. How excited are you? Because it feels like Aston Martin could be at the front end for quite a long time to come. This feels a significant step. Yeah, I mean, I tell, I always tell all of our, all of our guys, you know, enjoy these times now because it's maybe something that we can tell our grandchildren one day. Uh, it is not every t- every every year or every five years that you have something like that with someone investing the way we have done with someone with, with something ex- as exciting happening, mixing up the grid at the same time. Uh, it is really cool times, uh, and we have to enjoy them. We have to take every moment of it. And you must, as a fan of the sport more than anything as well, like seeing as well as the likes of Fernando and Lance who've been around a while, but see the exciting young drivers coming forward. And also, do you have half an iron shopping lists for the future? Of thinking? <laughs> we have to, we have to, because we have one becoming a gardener, so uh, <laughs> we have to. I saw Fernando the other day um, on his scooter because I feel like everyone's on scooters. Do you ride your scooter to work? I don't have a scooter. You don't have a scooter? Oh. Got stolen. Oh, no. No, really? Who nicked it? I don't know. Otherwise, I would have got it back. Would you? <laughs> Valid point. Who? I can't believe someone's nicked your scooter. That is yeah. awful. Mike, this is sabotage. Yeah, you see, this is a very unsafe place. Should, we, should we blame Red Bull? Yes, I think it was Max Verstappen. Yeah. I think it's Christian. No, it's Christian. It's Christian. Christian. Yeah. yeah, Christian's definitely well, Nick's scooter. On social media, we're at Fast Curious Pod. Have you seen Mike's scooter? If you have, let us know, and yeah. we'll try and reunite him with it, Mike. One of our listeners might see it across the campus. Hashtag find Mike's scooter. <laughs> yeah, there you I go. I mean, to be honest with you, if I was working for Aston Martin, I wouldn't be messing around with a scooter with the amount of amazing cars that you probably have access to. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I wouldn't bother. Yeah, but you have to queue like everybody with the scooter, you just go around. <laughs> oh, amazing to speak to Mike Crack. And I think that might have been the most Craig James has ever laughed at this podcast when Mike made his gardening joke about Fernando Alonso. It was hysterical. I literally was not expecting that <laughs> at all. So, yeah, amazing. Such a great insight. Uh, right, do you know what? I, I think we should talk a little bit more about the British Grand Prix. OK, another person that we really need to speak about is Randy Singh, an absolute legend uh, in McLaren. We spoke to him during the F1 phone-in, which, Sam, I don't know if you happened to hear it, but we did this like F1 phone-in in Greg's garden with a lot of gin, and it was uh, very fun. <laughs> but... Randy was one of the key decision makers or the key decision maker behind all McLaren's tyre changes today. Well, he's the strategist and and we spoke to him last night. He's a big, fast and curious listener and we feel so lucky for that. And when we were behind the scenes last night, having a little look around the garage and going in the pit lane and going on the track with the McLaren guys, we bumped into Randy. He asked for his picture with us rather than the other way around, which was silly. But he was saying, listen, second and third is great, but it puts pressure on us to deliver it. The points are given out on Sunday. And he did. And yet when the safety car happened and there wasn't long left of the race and Lando came back out, on hards everybody thought well he should be on softs the faster tyre it turned out not to be the case Max said he didn't like the softs Lewis said he didn't like the softs and George even though after the race was saying "Mm, I'd rather be on softs I think Randy might argue no we 
We got it right. What a I star. I just saw him leaving and putting four Pirelli hard compound tyres in his boot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> from today's race. <laughs> just before we go, I think we should just speak to a few people with the McLaren tops on here. Guys, you must be so happy. Welcome to the Fast and the Curious. What's your name? It's Lisa. Lisa, how chuffed are you in your Lando gear? Really pleased, thank you. We've got another McLaren fan next to you. What's your name, mate? Oliver. Oliver, how pleased are you? Really pleased, to be honest. Uh, Quite a good race, but uh, yeah, just disappointing that we couldn't catch Max, but I mean, who can? You're two McLaren fans, right? I can see. Got a cap there and a shirt and a cap. How do you feel? Spectacular, amazing. Love it. For a podium at his home race, bloody amazing. <laughs> it is indeed. Um, are you waiting here to see him? Yes, I am. Well, best of luck. They've had a fantastic weekend, as have we. And, and I just want to say thank you so much to everyone at Silverstone who came out to see us, who came to our live shows, who stopped me, Betty and Greg for pictures, who sent us nice things on social media. It's our first Grand Prix as a podcast together as a team. And we have loved seeing you all. So thank you so much. We've had the most special weekend, haven't we? We have. And Sam, thank you so much for stepping in to Greg's shoes. You've done Thank you for letting me be naff, Greg. I really job. appreciate it. This is great. Please, <laughs> please come back on because yeah. honestly, you've just talked yourself into a gig here. I hope that's okay. <laughs> oh, what a race, man. It's such a special, I mean, Silverstone's always special, but every year just seeing this sport explode it's a yeah it's, isn't it special sam such a pleasure to have you on the podcast thanks so thank much you bless so you much. guys please keep doing amazing on. things oh, and big up you. to your listeners and fans uh, yeah amazing people oh. sam Ryder, you're a vision legend thank you for coming on uh, and thank you for listening to us this weekend we'll be back in the week to debrief with the british grand prix and calm down and reflect once we've had some sleep and and caught up on life i need some sleep i need Christian. some sleep i need some sleep this has been the fast and the curious please get in touch on social media at fast curious pod and email us fast and curious at acast.com to let us know what you've thought of this weekend and we will see you very soon thanks for listening let's go get some sleep